Terror Nerd Podcast, episode 124, The DNA Alphabet 2. Um, so yeah, I, I just received these. For those who don't know, I live in New Delhi, India. And so these took a little longer to arrive at my place here. See, there's the back. That's me wearing the same thing, except for I don't have the white robe anymore, but the rest of it's the same. And these banners are behind me. Anyway, I've got a few. can hand them out. Um, so just right off the bat, if you purchased a paperback, the DNA alphabet, on or after November 3rd, you're, you're golden. You're fine. Your, your copy should be perfect. Knock on wood or touch wood, as they say here. Um, however, this is a special episode announcement and apology for the folks who bought their DNA alphabet paperback on or before November 2nd. If you buy it right on November 2nd, I'm not sure, you might get the one that's fine. Um, it's just very minor things, very small, you know, almost nitpicky, but things, things that annoy me. Um, so I want to go over them with you and let them know how you can correct them with a pen or more likely with a very sharp pencil. First, uh, our special guest, Nag Kanya. Welcome. Or Naga Kanya, for those who pronounce the A's at the end of Sanskrit words, which you're not supposed to do. It's yoga, not yoga. Isn't that weird? Um, yes, she's the queen of snakes. Anyway, um, so to get right down to it, um, the, the information is fine. The, the, the letters are fine. I mean, that is to say the chapter called The Letters is fine. See, you have here um, the glyphs of how the letters are drawn, how they're constructed, the reasoning behind it, and everything. It's not until you get up into the chapter called The Words, which I believe is chapter 5, um, and then you get to these example words, um, some of the peptides. Now, uh, first, the first time an issue comes up is with substance P. Here you could see the very last letter of substance P is a methionine, not whatever this is. This is not a letter. That dangling um, line and circle hovering in the air should look like this. Um, but not green. I, I make them green when they're actually the beginning of the word. Hence, start. Green means go. Red means stop. The, uh, the stop codon is uh, red. See? So the stop, the stop codons, the stop letter, always means stop. Uh, where methionine means start or methionine. So if you're in the middle of a word and you say methionine, you mean methionine. If it's dead silent, 
nobody's talking. And out of the blue, you say methionine. That means I'm about to start speaking, right? It makes sense if you, it's explained pretty thoroughly in here. So yes, the last letter of substance P here, you might want to take a pen um, and draw a line connecting the bottom of that circle with the bottom of that diagonal line, or perhaps better yet, a, uh, a very sharp pencil with a ruler. I was actually holding the camera phone with one hand while I was drawing that in with a ballpoint pen with the other hand, so it looks a little weird. Um, but yeah, so if you want that letter to be complete, now I don't know why it did this. When, when I shrank the letters down to a certain size, it just decided to just start eh, randomly eliminating vertical lines. You don't need them. Who needs vertical lines? What are they for anyway, you know? So, you know, probably it was the robot. I don't think there were any humans involved in the decision-making process um, that resulted in that blunder. So again, with uh, alpha MSH, alpha melanocyte stimulating hormone, uh, the fourth letter is another methionine. So you can draw a little vertical line there if you'd like. Also, with that same word, for some reason, the very last letter, it eliminated the vertical line. And I'll tell you why that's weird in a, in a moment. But that should be a valine. Um, see, there's valine. So in the, the way it wrote it, it just left off that vertical line. So... And what I've done is I've made those vertical lines two pixels thicker um, and uh, uploaded another version of this. So, um, yeah, so moving forward, that should be corrected. I'm going to order a few copies here, which should arrive in like, you know, a month or so. And then I'll know for sure um, if you order yours and you receive it and these these have been corrected if you order yours after November 2nd. Please do let me know because I would be immensely curious to know. Now, for, for the people who got it on Kindle or ebook, there's no problem. Uh, as you can see, you can enlarge them. They're exactly as they should be. Unless you're looking at it through like the Chrome browser, like if you're if you're on the Chrome browser and you click read now and then you just start flipping forward and you get to the words they're awful. They're just terrible. But um, yeah, I, there's really not much I can do about that. But if you're looking through the Kindle app or a, a proper Kindle, then not only are they perfect, but you can zoom in and you can see the whole letter all big like on your screen. Um, okay, so moving on to chapter six, the chapter called Endogenous. Endogenous? Um, with tryptophan decarboxylase. Now, this is, this is where it's strange because valine has its vertical line when it's smaller. So it's, it's one centimeter high in the words chapter and then each letter, since there's a ton of letters on here, can you see how that is? Um, each letter is 0.7 centimeters tall. So it had no problem with that, with valine. It just went ahead and put the vertical line. One centimeter, no vertical line, 0.7 centimeters, ah. Let's bring back the vertical line. Why not? 
Anyway, so uh, but there the the start codon, the one that would be methionine if it weren't a start codon, uh, should have a green vertical line connecting the bottom there with the circle. Um, also, in the first row, fifth from the right, that's a methionine should have a vertical line. Also on page 42 in the second row, the fourth letter is a methionine. You can draw a little vertical line connecting it together if you'd like. Um, and finally, also on page 42 in the fourth row, the third letter from the right. So from the right side, moving to the left, right? That one there. Uh, so moving along on page 43. The first row, the fifth letter from the left, so just moving normally in the way you read. These are read from left to right, conventional Latin style, Latin languages style, right? Um, so that fifth letter should be a methionine. Also, the eighth letter from the right. So it's right under the A in the little where it says DNA alphabet up at the top. Um, that is also a methionine. In the third row, thank goodness methionine's not actually a very common letter. It's sort of like the Q of, uh, of the DNA alphabet. You can hear the guy. Uh, by the way, this is one of the most polluted days of the year. Um, it's not as bad as it was a couple years ago. Last year we were down in Goa, so we got to miss this time of the year. What happens is thousands of people, uh, thousands of, of farms in Punjab state, which is just north of Delhi, all burn their farms. They burn the uh, the dried crops all at the same time to make the soil fertile again for the next growing season. And uh, and also there's Diwali, which is sort of like Christmas and Fourth of July in one because there's Christmas lights everywhere. People dress up and walk around, and it's very merry, if you will. Um, but there's also a lot of fireworks going on all night, which is something that's familiar from Fourth of July back in the U.S. and no doubt other places throughout the world. Um, Independence Day in all the states, all the, all the countries that celebrate their independence from somebody um, often celebrate with fireworks. But here it's Diwali, which happens to fall right at the same time of the year that all that smoke is coming down from Punjab. So as a result, my eyes are kind of burning a little bit. Not as bad as yesterday, uh, but supposedly some wind is going to come through tonight and blow it all out. So I'm looking forward to that. And because of that prediction, we're not jumping on a plane and going to a less polluted part of India just for a few days. But anyway, all right, moving along. <clears throat> In the third row, the second and third letters. So there's um, two methionines in a row. You can see them there if you have your book. Um, in the sixth row, the first letter on the right side, in other words, the, the last letter of the sixth row, is a methionine. In the ninth row, the sixth from the left, so sixth moving forward from the left, is a methionine. In the tenth row, the fifth from the right is a methionine. You can spot them there, wherever you see a circle just by itself. Floating up above, then down below, there's a little diagonal line. You just connect the circle with the diagonal line. I'm so sorry about this. I, I really am. Um, for those that already got the book, you were the most the most loyal reader of my uh, you know writings, my first published book, and you get punished 
by having to go through with a pencil or or just to recognize that when you see the circle floating in the air with the little diagonal under then understand that there's a vertical line and at the end of uh, that peptide when there's a valine when it just doesn't look right it's because it's missing a vertical line all right moving along uh, so we did 10th row, 10th from the right, 15th row, also 5th from the left, and 8th uh, from the bottom, so counting from the bottom up, the 5th from the left, and the 7th from the right. So the 5th fifth, fifth letter and counting backwards from the right side on that same row, the 7th from the right. So that's, um, the, that's the corrections for tryptophan decarboxylase. Moving on to indolethylamine N-methyltransferase. By the way, th that enzyme is the one that's on the back. And on the back, it had no problem. The methionines look fine on the back. It's just here on page 44. They don't. Um, so... For that one, on page 44, of course, the green start codon should be a start codon, right? So if you have a little green colored pencil, very sharp on a ruler, you might fill that in if you'd like. Also, on the third row, fifth from the left is a methionine. On the 11th row, fourth from the left is a methionine. And on the 13th row, third from the right is a methionine. Oh, also the tryptophans are a little funky. It's not entirely illegible, but the part where it loops back, where it goes guanine, guanine, that's supposed to look like this. Other than that, um, other than that, it's perfect. See, so you got your tree of life here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sincerely hoping, hoping that gradually over the next few hundred years, this becomes pretty much standard. In, uh, in molecular biology. So naturally, I'm marketing it to occultists and talking about it on the internet wearing this freak outfit. No, um, but seriously, uh, yeah, it was derived from sigil-making methods and I, I had tetragrammaton and pentagrammaton in mind informing the positioning of everything. Um, the... Uh, the, the scientific community tends to refer to the four nucleic acids that are present in the DNA, i.e. Uh, thymine, adenine, guanine, and cytosine, as the letters of the DNA alphabet. So they say the DNA alphabet has four letters. What kind of an alphabet? A so-called alphabet would have four letters. So, um, and then they go on to talk about, then there's this whole complex process where those letters and combinations of four and three and blah, 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 create amino acids and blah, 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 blah. So what I've done is, is take those, the ideas of the amino acids, the messages from those combinations of three nucleo nucleic acids that go on to inform the ribosome that we're talking about that amino acid in the same way that the letter A comes out of my mouth and informs your brain that I'm talking about the letter A, right? Um, rather than saying, this is a letter, this is a letter, this is a letter, put them all together and you get some kind of sound or whatever, you know, that's kind of like the, the, the level of the linguistic metaphor in mainstream 
uh, molecular biology right now. So what I'm intending to do here is to upgrade that um, so that people can start thinking in terms of a DNA alphabet with 20 letters. Or in very, very rare cases, there's a 21st letter, and it gets into that here on the stop code on page. Uh, we're in one particular case with the, uh, the tRNA. Um, well, anyway, it gets into it in here. Uh, otherwise, you could say that the stop uh, command is its own, it's its own codon anyway. You could think of it as its own letter. So then you'd have 22 letters of the DNA alphabet. Ooh, ooh, right? For the people who like tarot or Hebrew. Yeah, so that's it. Those are, that was why my heart sank. I, I was very happy to receive these, and then I opened it up and flipped a little ways, and I was like, what is this? And my heart sank down into my belly, and uh, so I have fixed it, hopefully. Uh, so moving forward, that will not be an issue. Um, and uh, again, thank you to those of you who bought the paperback already, and please accept my humblest apology. I didn't know that the printer was going to get rid of vertical lines if they were too thin. So um, that's that. If you haven't bought this yet, then it, now is the time. You were right not to buy it before, uh, but if you're watching me on YouTube, you can click below and uh, there's a link there that'll take you directly to where you can purchase this in paperback. Um, there's also a link below to the uh, webpage on my website that talks about this. And if you're listening to the audio-only version, then hopefully my descriptions were clear enough that um, if you have the book in your hand and you did buy it before November 1st and you're only listening to the audio, it should still translate. But there was some visual aid happening here. And uh, keep an eye on Very Honored Fredder R.C.'s Magic Without Fears, also known as The Hermetic Podcast. Uh, as I will be appearing sometime soon to um, talk about the DNA alphabet. So, uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Um, give a copy to your to your nerdy scientist friend. This isn't just for um, occultists. In fact, I think a lot of occultists won't be interested in that. But I I have a an annoying habit of trying to get uh, occultists to be interested in things that they wouldn't otherwise be interested in. Um, but yeah, it's, if you're interested in like memorizing Enochian and all this stuff, then this is just sort of like a nudge toward uh, using, using that super brain power of yours to begin to um, learn and understand the natural language, the language of all life, the language of the DNA, the DNA alphabet as it is written in the same language as, um, you know, Western esoterica, Agrippa style, and, and, and forward, dedicated to Isaac Newton, the, uh, the occultist who was so focused on, uh, on uncovering the hidden mysteries that he became known as the father of modern science. All right, um, that's enough out of me. I'm just babbling at this point. Uh, do feel free to check out the Buddhist Books Podcast. It's been pretty fun lately. Oh, trigger warning, by the way. If you want to jump in around uh, Tipitaka 60 or 70, 
You can check those out without necessarily starting at the beginning with TV Talk One. But you can start with TV Talk One if you like. And uh, those are also good. Otherwise, uh, go forth and love truth and knowledge. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's worth checking out episode 120 of the Esoteric Man podcast. And uh, thank you, Guru Nanak, for being our guest today. And uh, all right. until next time, cheers. <laughs>